<laughs> so we got the health guru in the house. I got so many questions for you. Oh, I love answering questions. I love just talking about myself. <laughs> yeah, all right. So, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Finally, we got somebody that wants to do that. Absolutely. What's the name of the book? So the book just came out uh, May 15th called Passport Fitness. The no nonsense guide to staying in shape, no matter where, in the, where, like what, no matter what city you wake up in. Awesome. But it's kind of a misnomer because the book is literally filled with nonsense. <laughs> so it just has just a just a ton of shit. It's got some stories from traveling and stuff like that, things that help me stay in shape on the road. But um, a lot of I try to keep it light and entertaining because I think fitness is such a like people get a so dogmatic about everything. You know, like if you're not paleo, then you're you can't be friends with them or People just think like it's this, it's this thing that people put on this pedestal that's just so serious. So I like to bring a little levity and, and just it's, it's it's fucking fitness. That's it's not, refreshing. Yeah, it's yeah. not it's nothing. It's not like fighting cancer, you know. It's not. It's just it's supposed to be fun. But maybe it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can go there. Uh, I want to go paleo first because I I feel the same way about that community where. I, I feel like the jury's still out on that. It, carbs are a good thing for your brain. That's its number one fuel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, but paleo just cuts out, cuts out grain. You can still have, like, potatoes and fruit and stuff. It's the keto diet that doesn't allow you to have, like, more than 20 grams of carbs per day, which I think is whatever. It's fine. I don't care. But paleo, but, I, paleo no, I think how is... How do you really <laughs> feel? <laughs> on, let's put this to bed now. Um, keto's, keto's a fine diet for a month or two, but I've never, have you guys met anyone who's been like, I've been doing keto for two years. No. They don't exist. Okay. <laughs> that person's not out there. Okay. <laughs> the person who's telling you about keto has been on it for three weeks. Tops. <laughs> you know, so it's fine. It's a good way to like drop some pounds, but it's not sustainable. It's like, it's more of like, it's, and it's a diet that's going to fuck your brain up too, because then you get so like crazy about what you're going to eat. No, I'm just going to pour oil on this. I'm having bacon now. And they're like, here, you want to, you want a celery? You're like, no, that's got carbs in it. It's just, it's just crazy to me. It's just like ass backwards, you know? So I just think that, I think that anything too dogmatic is stupid, especially in fitness. But I especially think that I'm not interested in getting lectured by people about, about their specific diet and why it's so amazing. So what do you, where do you stand on grains? Um, I think that like gluten, gluten grains can produce sensitivities in people. And if you're looking at like normal populations, we don't probably need to be eating grains. There's a lot of other good carb sources. That being said, I love white rice. <laughs> so, so tasty. Yeah. I try to limit my like bread intake and things that are processed, but like oatmeal, um, quinoa, rice, I think those are all great. And let me just tell you about white rice versus brown rice for a minute, because it's a subject I'm very passionate okay. about. Okay. <laughs> white rice versus brown rice. <laughs> so everyone, digo me, digo me. Everyone gets their panties in a bunch about like, oh, I got to have brown rice. There's more fiber. It's more healthy. It's not more healthy. It's the same shit. Not only that, but brown rice actually has these things in it called uh, phytates, which attach to nutrients. They're called anti-nutrients. They go into your, like, your body. They attach themselves to nutrients, and then they don't digest. So you have to shit out all the good nutrients. So at the end of the day, it's a wash. So do you like brown rice? Eat brown rice. I don't give a shit. If you like white rice, have white rice. Stop. like. But like, everyone's like... Everyone's like, oh, should we eat brown rice? Should we eat white rice? Or should, like, should I do the paleo diet or the keto diet? I'm like, how, like you, you haven't slept for six hours in two years. It doesn't matter what you do. Oh, I'm glad you said that. Sleep the other nutrients. Yeah. So is that similar to lectins? Because that's another big thing I hear with the nightshades. It's the anti-nutrient that is detrimental to 
absorbing calories. Is that is that in nightshades as well? Yeah, that's like potatoes, uh, tomatoes, beans has them, bell peppers, bell peppers. Yeah. Okay. This is a new one. I think uh, Tom Brady's on the lectin-free diet now. Wow. That's uh, he one. would. Yeah, he totally would. <laughs> But Tom, Tom Brady's a, a, such a funny example because on one hand, he's this amazing athlete, right? He's arguably the best quarterback in the world or whatever. Stupid. Then, <laughs> All right, we'll go there. Shots fired. <laughs> then, but then everyone's like, oh my gosh, Tom Brady doesn't eat tomatoes. I'm like, well, yeah, but Tom Brady is doing everything else so amazing in his life <laughs> that he's like choosing to not eat tomatoes as like this very, very like minute thing that might help him out. But people fixate on that. They don't ask like, is Tom Brady sleeping 10 hours a night? Yeah. Does Tom Brady drink water? You know, like, <laughs> like the normal things. They bypass all like the bulk of like the good stuff he's right. doing and look at like, well, Tom Brady doesn't eat tomatoes. Maybe I shouldn't eat tomatoes either. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's just doing world-class training every day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, with like the best trainer in the world, right. eating the best food, with right. pre- prepared by like with the best chef. Right. You know, everything in his life is lined up to performance. You know, you and mean, so he's not just necking down pizza all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, isn't there tomatoes on pizza? <laughs> oh, oh shit! Fair enough. He's going pizzeria <laughs> Bianco no pizza. Blanco pesto style there. Well, I don't know about Tom Brady's. Three Bianco habits. <laughs> <laughs> I could neither confirm nor deny. Only when he throws an interception. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, oh. well, that's interesting because I always like white rice more, but I thought I needed that for eat it without rice. shame. Well, I always it eat with shame. The entire continent in half. You know what yeah. I mean? That's right. So <laughs> I just don't know. Never really worked for me. I don't think, but for fuel, for white rice. I don't know. I guess I like the way I feel after I eat it, but I do notice for me. Too many carbs or certain carbs with, I don't know what combinations just do make me tired after a while. Mm. But I don't know. I if it's good enough for Asia, you know, why but, isn't it good enough sure. for me? I don't I think know. Tell me, Nate. I think that's a great point, Scott. Because because that's like, I think that like you know everyone's got different like blood types and sleep habits and work habits and stress and all these things. So you got to listen to your body when your body's like when I yo and I eat this Chipotle bowl and then I get really sleepy at two o'clock. Maybe that's like that's that's something you should pay attention to because I think that at the end of the day you can try all these diets the paleo diet the keto diet there's a diet called the avoiding swamps diet it's in the book <laughs> not 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 joking yeah check so that you out. don't get you malaria or what? The, the cotton ball diet you just get hungry you pop a cotton ball no okay. mm-hmm. real life <laughs> who are these people <laughs> there's a lot of but like so you take what you take what works for you from different things and then you just kind of avoid everything else. Jet 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 Lee says something about like Jeet Kundo. He said take what like absorb what is useful, leave what's not. Mm-hmm. So I think that's how you should be with diet, not dogmatic, but instead thinking about, oh, I ate this way for a little bit of time. I feel great or I feel shitty or whatever, and then okay, make a note of that and move on. That's one thing I like about the whole 30 diet is that you do a month like really, really like processed food free. And at the end, what a lot of people don't do is they do all this hard work where they avoid all this food, but they don't they don't do the like the reintroduction part, which is the most interesting thing. So you're doing like, so like you'll do a whole thirty one day really clean, then the next day you'll do beans, and the next day you do whole thirty and be like, how do I feel? Do I feel sluggish? Do I have energy? Do I feel weird? Am I taking weird shits? Okay, probably shouldn't eat beans then. Then you do like a gluten free like a gluten grain. Then you do a whole thirty. Then you do a like a lactose day, like a dairy day. Then you do a whole thirty. And you when, go, when you say whole thirty, you mean just for a day coming back to the original diet? Yeah, because I'm not even familiar with what the whole thirty is. Basically paleo. Okay. Yeah, essentially. So, um, it's yeah, it's just eliminating all processed foods, sugars, things like that. But you yeah, so you kind of get your body, you get your body really good for a month. And then you add something new in, then return to baseline. Add something new in, return to baseline. And that's so important. That and like getting a PhD in your how your body reacts to certain nutrients and foods. 
You know, because at the end of the day, you got to like, like no doctor or diet or anyone's going to care about your health as much as you do. So you got to take an interest in that shit. So when you did that, what did you notice were your triggers? Um, there was no real triggers. I didn't, I didn't do as well on gluten grains. I just felt a little bit like more tired. And then um, black beans uh, tore me up. Black beans and lentils kind of tore me up. But uh, the like, I felt great on dairy. Everyone was like, "You should avoid milk." I'm like, "I love milk. I drink glasses of that shit. It's awesome." <laughs> so I, I, it just confirmed to me what I that I love cheese and I should continue to eat all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you're one of those eighty kids that you know, the '80s kids that saw those commercials and they're like, "That's oh, right. It's gonna make me strong." Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! Isn't that funny that milk like. Like throughout our entire childhood, milk ran campaigns using famous people to be like, "You got to drink more milk." And the FDA's like, "We're we're for your health. You should also drink milk because that's because that's what we think is good." And the dairy industry paid us a lot of money to say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so strange that the FDA FDA is like in, on one hand in charge of like providing nutritional recommendations for the U.S. On the other hand, takes massive amounts of money from f- like food lobbyists groups. Right. <laughs> right. Cool, right? I mean, yeah. It sounds yeah, like right. all of uh, Congress and <laughs> right. special interest groups and lobbyists. Yeah. That's how we got tricks, the cereal. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Kid tested mother approved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eat that uh, GMO yeah. corn. We puffed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So paleo's similar to the caveman diet-ish thing, right? Or yeah, I think paleo is kind of the caveman diet, all I right. think, generally speaking. It's like... No grains, no no sweeteners, no processed foods. The thing I think that makes the Whole30 and the Paleo different is that the Whole30 is like, yo, just because you can go take some like almond flour and some like honey and some like and make like a brownie out of it doesn't mean you should, <laughs> you know? Together at last. It's a, it's a Paleo brownie. That's just a fucking brownie, guys. Stop. I know. Your so, body doesn't know. Yeah. You may as well got that cake mix from right. uh, Girardelli or whatever. If you're gonna have something, just have something good. Oh, don't. Yeah. Don't be like, well, I had a paleo thing. It tastes like a it tastes like dirt, but it was sweet, and I had to have it. Just go have a brownie. Just have one. It's fine. And let me tell you about my BM. <laughs> well, I wish you would. <laughs> With today, sure. Uh, well, after the the Kiwanis diet, I bounced back. Just gonna say that. But it was all that sourdough bread I ate with the pre-fermented grains. Proud of you. Huh. Sourdough bread, I'm I'm into. Are Love you? That. Yeah. <laughs> If I'm going to have bread, I think sourdough is the best because you get that fermentation process, which like does something to the glutens in there that make it more ready to absorb for most people. So even people with celiacs, if they're going to have bread, that's like that's the only way to go. I knew those gays oh. in San Francisco knew what was up. That's why they sell it to you at the airport. The mother, bro. Shout out to the gays. So you think uh, people should go vegan? I think 100% of people should go vegan all the time. <laughs> all the time? Yep. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. No, I think a- animals are too delicious not to eat. That's where I'm at. How about that ribeye roast you just oh, had? I know. It was bomb. Yeah. Oh, did you have some of that? Oh, yeah. It was uh, amazing. The vegan ribeye roast? <laughs> <laughs> Made of the soy. In yeah, fact, I make it a personal, like a personal um, point of pride for myself that every time I meet a vegan and they're like, I don't eat animals, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have an endangered one for you then. <laughs> so I go have like a condor or a panda or oh, something. Oh wow, California! Yeah, have you ever had panda tacos? <laughs> what? <laughs> that doesn't. That sounds amazing. <laughs> really hard to come by, but when you get them, <laughs> that sounds like you gotta go like meet someone in the sea for those or something. 
It black sounds market. like some Seattle shit where you're like, I had this braised panda cheek. It was <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> it's like a turmeric braised. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everything is on the men- menu in China. I hate to say that, but uh, there isn't much that... I haven't seen. Are you refer- What are you referring yeah. to? Shark fin soup, Zach. Shark fin I'm just saying that if, oh. it, if you know, you wanted to try it, sure. that's probably the place you would go. Well, even when we were, well, not like, not to that extent. When we were in L.A., they would sell shark steak at Ralph's. Well, shark oh, steak's oh, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. right? It's yeah, the fins when they just chop them off and throw them back in the ocean. Yeah, yeah. No, that's people, not cool. People outside with the signs like, no justice for sharks, you know. That's because they probably are yeah. selling those fins, too, out the back door. Out the back? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would think so. But I I've saw had some shark steaks, and, and yeah. i got to say, take it or leave it. Rather, Rather have some mahi. I mean, yeah, but like you don't get to absorb like the power of the shark when you're eating mahi. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that all it is? It all harnesses in the tail? That's why they're doing that? Well, I just think that anytime you get to eat a predator, you kind of take some of its power, right? Ooh. I think so. Yeah. I don't know if that's backed by science, but <laughs> I just I feel it in my heart. <laughs> and so it's 2018, you can't tell me it's false. <laughs> yeah, and it's FDA approved. That so. is not fake news. Take that. <laughs> I forget what they call that in Chinese medicine, but if it re- resembles something... Whatever the food is that you're eating, if it resembles a certain part of the body or like, you know, like certain things look like the chamber of the heart. Are you talking about the doctrine of signatures? That was uh, Heracles, I think, that was the Greek dude. Right, but that's, Uh. in Chinese medicine, I mean, that's pretty much, uh, you know. The rule of thumb for... Why they're always eating so much penis over there? I, I don't know. I can't <laughs> oh, confirm over now. Oh, now I get it. <laughs> I was going to say, I've been eating a ton of cucumber. It's not healthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big ones, too. Huge <laughs> ones. You got to eat squash. Oh, gosh. <laughs> if only, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's something like the walnuts good for the brain. Yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. So it looks they like say the brain. avocados yeah. are good for uh, the uterus because it resembles a uterus. Oh. I don't know. Huh. huh. I I don't know, but you know, I'd like to think that either. I'd like to think that uh, was the way things work, but I don't know. <laughs> That's why I have Nate here because I just he's going to tell me how to stay fit. While I'm still drinking my face off down in <laughs> South America. That's right. That's how. You, that's actually a part of it. You know, if, you, if you're looking for that overall fitness, you have to be drinking as much as possible. I mean, as much of what? So, uh, I know I know you're a beer like beer lover, right? Well. I'm a lover of all things inebriated. Okay, excellent. So <laughs> I've recently been kind of trending towards that, like Kappa Kappa Gamma, like drink of choice, the uh, vodka soda with lime. Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. That's so the, that's so my fave. That's the yeah. professional's drink. It's a oh, is it? the professional. The professional. Yeah, no calories. No, no calories. calories. It's like Little vitamin calories. C for yeah. you. For yeah, you stave off the scurvy. Yeah. That's important. For sure. And then and then it's basically water in the, as a mixer, so you get a little hydrated while you get a little dehydrated, which is important, right? Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing about drinking is that alcohol or ethanol has seven calories per gram, right? So fats got nine, carbs and proteins both have four calories per gram, basically. Ethanol's got seven, but you can't absorb any of them. Because alcohol is essentially a poison. So when you when you drink alcohol, your body's bells and whistles start going off. They're like like alert, red alert, like let's shut everything down while we take care of this poison and filter it all out through our liver. So so you like you're not absorbing any calories from the actual like 
vodka martini. It's when you start putting in like the Coke and the cranberry juice and then pounding those nachos at 2 a.m. That's the shit that gets you. Have you been following me? <laughs> I, I was behind you on Friday night at that Jack in the Box drive through. <laughs> it was embarrassing. I wasn't going to say anything, but since you brought it up. <laughs> But like, so your, so your body's in like, like red alert mode and it's like everything we, every, all the calories we actually ingest, let's just store those in fat and we'll deal with them later. So like you can really make a big dent, like dent in good, like fitness progress by drinking and eating at the same time. So that's where a lot of people mess up. But the great news is you can still drink heavily while losing, while losing fat or losing weight by just structuring your meals in a little different way. So like I, this is, this is the ideal solution. Okay. So two hours before you go out on a bender or whatever, or light drinking. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I don't do light drinking. I don't know about you guys. I do <laughs> it's no- all or nothing for yeah, me, I do. I do total abstinence or 10 drinks. There's no in-between. <laughs> <laughs> but so you, you got to lay the drinking base. That's a, you know, that's a pretty classic <laughs> rule, right? Mm-hmm. So that's going to be proteins and fats, okay? So something, something's going to like take a little longer to digest. It's going to be really like give you some like good food in your stomach and not going to let you get hit super hard when you have like you know your first three or four shots of fireball no, no judgment so two hours beforehand fats and proteins in a pretty big meal you let that digest have plenty of water and then when you start drinking you go one to one with drink to water so trying to that's a rule that i break around the fourth drink when i'm like i don't need that just give me four more yeah. but and then after you finish drinking you wrap up stop don't do don't eat anything for another at least hour while you let everything kind of flush out of your system two hours is best and if you can just like avoid drinking at all and have some water have some multivitamins before you go to bed emergency that you'll wake up sans hangover and with your abs so Mm. but it's so i've been breaking all those rules thank you the problem is that when you have a little to drink i don't know if you guys have experienced this but you're like i'm hungry and it doesn't matter what it is you're just going to eat it yeah yeah so Take that. Take so, that. Take that or leave it. So if you can fast and drink, you're doing okay. Yeah, as long as you preload it with some with some, like a pretty quality meal. So when I drank that half bottle of vodka and didn't eat anything last night, I'm good. Yeah, that's healthy. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm feeling much better about myself. You're welcome. Your, your liver sure. is thanking you. <laughs> is it a little sore today? <laughs> no, you know that. Well, because what I was doing was mixing with water. Because I was in Salt Lake, and you have to buy the alcohol at a uh. state alcohol place, but they don't sell mixers. Oh, and at the time, at that point, I was like, "Well, I'm not going to a grocery store to buy club soda. I'm just gonna mix it with water. I'm just gonna hobo this shit, like Danny Bonaducci." <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I said. I'm, I'm like Danny Bonaducci right now. How did you know? You're way more handsome than that guy. Oh well, thank you. Girl. You're welcome. You're welcome. This is this is really informational, man. I'm gonna have to pick this book up. It's good. It's, you can get on Amazon. Uh, the ebook's only 99 cents right now. Wait, what? Yeah, dude. So you can get the hard, co- you can get the uh, paperback version uh, for fifteen bucks. But I got it at ninety nine cent cents set for the, ne- the rest of the month. So if you want to grab it, please do. Leave me a review. That would be fantastic. I'm trying to, I'm trying to collect a bunch of reviews, and because you got to catch them all. Can I get a bogo since you're on the Shaver House here? Yeah, of course. I don't know what that is, but you, <laughs> do I have to take my pants off for that? Yeah, it's a buy one get one of the Nate's. There it is, Passport oh. Fitness, oh. Nate Palmer. Wait, Nate Palmer, the Trace. By the way, I didn't know about the Trace. Yeah. Three times. Yeah, dude. Three times, Nate. Mm-hmm. I like how no. you keep that in there, though. You yeah. gotta let them know. This is a this is a dynasty. There's no other Nate Palmers in my family, but <laughs> I uh, I ran that one at, at high school graduation, 
And then I've been putting on important documents ever since. <laughs> really? There's really no other Nate Palmer. I, lo- I love that. I'm all three iterations of Nate Palmer. <laughs> Damn, dude. You're like the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Oh, oh my fitness. goodness. <laughs> I was wondering here with the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost of Fitness, Nate Palmer. Where? Whoa, shit. Can you sign that on my, for my copy right here? I don't know if this is my copy, but. That, that is your copy now, and I have to sign it that way. You're oh, my right. goodness. Absolutely. I feel like I should just change my whole thing. <laughs> Well, That's too good. You heard it here. <laughs> Coming in live. Oh. Bobby Palmer. Purchased. Ooh, that one click, dude. Yeah. Exactly. One click. One click. Oh, yeah. I'm He's our to best seller, dude. Slow down, okay? Well, that's all right. <laughs> I need to know oh. what's going on. I'm intrigued. You know, I need to drop like 15 pounds. So me and my wife were talking about your, your stay in South America, and we were trying to figure out how it was you burnt your arm. When oh, you were yeah. staying at that farm. Could oh, yeah. you tell us that story? I'd love to. <laughs> Please do. So um, this is the time that my wife almost saw me, di- saw me die in front of her, which I think is a great memory for her as well, and it really makes us like respect and honor each other <laughs> in the now. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, we're working on this farm in uh, a little, like the archipelago, the little islands off of like the northeast coast of Panama called Bocas del Toro. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we're on a farm that's about 45 minutes by boat away from the small town that's about 45 minutes away from the mainland. So we're like out there. And the like we're staying with a host family. We're doing this thing called a work away. So like their their deal is they're supposed to feed us and like give us a, like a place to stay. We're supposed to work for them for like 4 or 5 hours a day, you know, kind of this, like this beneficial relationship. They were crazy though. They like that we were staying with a guy named Papito and his his baby mama. And Papito was the craziest person I ever met. Papito would tell three different types of stories. It was like, number one, the, number, the first story was, someone was having sex with my animal, so I had to fight them. Then the second story was, someone was hitting a girl, so I had to fight them. And the third story was, some gay guy was trying to make me gay, so I had to fight him. <laughs> Those are the only stories Papito would tell. All seem logical. Yeah. <laughs> he was this, like... Like this skinny, ripped black dude with dreads who, who self-stylized as a chainsaw man, ro- real deep Rasta accent. So he'd be in the house with a chainsaw, like the door's not closing all the way, so he's like, like on the door, in the house, no shirt on, no shoes, no protective eyewear, just going at this door. Or like the floor. He's just sanding the floor with a chainsaw. An insane person. Well, or... I yeah, mean, he it, did a great job. Was, I mean, so his self-proclamation was correct? He, he, was, he was a chainsaw man. Okay. Undeniably so. <laughs> Which is a little creepy because you're 45 minutes away from 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. We did a lot of hospital visits in Panama. But so Papito and baby mama leave for the day and we're like, I guess we'll just stay here. And he's like, yeah, just burn that pile of trash. And it wasn't like a small pile of trash. It was like leaves and stumps. And then we were there in the rainy season. So it rained like four hours every night. These big storms just dump. And so the whole pile of trash was wet. So he's like, here, use this five gallon bucket I have of op- like open gasoline. And I was like, okay, great. I've started a fire before. Well, I didn't realize in Panama, they don't have refined gasoline. It's all unrefined. So there's no oil in it. So if you leave that five-gallon bucket out in the sun for like an hour, it's going to all evaporate. So oh, when I took that bucket and I splashed it all on the, the giant heap of wet trash, I didn't realize it was all continuing to evaporate. And then I, I was, I'm, I'm dumb. I'm a dumb person. I Pinchy get it. gringo. <laughs> so instead of doing like the nice like S-curve line, lighting it, you know, like dynamite style, I just reached into the fire with a big old, like with a lighter and lit that shit myself and it blew up. So... I don't, I don't know, like, 
you kind of go revert back to your like your basic instincts when something bad happens, right? So all I could think was stop, drop, and roll. So I'm on the ground oh. like rolling around, and Lindsay's screaming in the corner. And when I like sit up again, I'm like 15 or 18 feet away from the fire. So I think I either jumped, like I turned into LeBron James for just a second, or I got right. thrown back pretty far. Right. But like I was only wearing board shorts and uh, boots because. I'm, Why into, not? I'm into safety. <laughs> Why not? I'm a safe person. So, so there's, I have this memory of we're sitting in their outdoor shower. They don't have running water. So we're scooping water out of this like this 50-gallon drum, which there's literal like tadpoles, hundreds of them swimming around in this, and then like three or four frogs in the bucket. Lindsay's like pouring this water on my open burns, on my like neck, shoulders, and body. And, she, and I'm thinking... I wonder if we should go home now. <laughs> <laughs> and how long into the trip has it been? Uh, about a week. Oh Wait, Panama was your first stop on your... First stop, yeah. And this yeah. is the first place we went to. We like So we arrived in Panama City the next morning, flight out to... Papito's place? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, so... That's a nice jump off with the, the chainsaw master. Yeah. Oh so gosh. we got all the, the horrible shit out the way because Lindsay got a staph infection while we were out there on her oh, leg fuck. from... From dirt, like dirty equipment and stuff, but the people in in Panama thought it was uh, first. They thought it was bot flies, so they're trying to like squeeze her her wo- open staff wounds, oh. putting the staff back into the bloodstream. Oh. <laughs> and the and the nurse is like, "Dueles, dueles." Like, does it hurt? And Lindsay's like, "Yeah, fucking hurt." Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. And. And so then they were like, oh, no, it's not bot flies because there's no flies in there when we squeeze them. We, it's, it's leishmaniasis, which is a tropical flesh-eating disease. So you should be fine. What? <laughs> and so we went to like an actual leishmaniasis institute, and they were like, oh, we'll put this salve on it and take a sample and stuff. So it's healing. It's getting a little better. They take a sample. They're like, oh, it's not leishmaniasis. But the salve they put on, apparently Lindsay's super allergic to, so it blisters up <laughs> oh, yeah. for the next like three weeks. God. So that culminated in me having to give her like, five antibiotic shots in the ass and then her taking like another two weeks of of oral on top of that so it was but we got all that bad stuff out the way and then the rest of the trip was amazing so in in the meantime you probably said sayonara to papito you didn't go back and uh yeah that next day i was like bro (laughs) also he'd only been feeding me like one egg and like a piece of squash per day i lost 20 pounds he's keto bro there's a papito the original keto that sounds like a slave it was a lot of slave labor we worked we worked our asses off man it was it was some of the hardest labor i've ever done we went into it we went into the jungle so we got on his boat we took a boat out another 45 minutes out to another island where he had purchased one cedar tree the only cedar tree on the island from another guy. So we get off the boat, we walk another 45 minutes, probably like three quarters of a mile deep into the jungle, like hills, mud, all this stuff. And he's like, yep, that's it. I'm like, why do you want this tree? He's like, I like the color. Like, okay. So he chops it down like a chainsaw man would. (laughs) Then he, like, so he chops it. This tree's probably 80 feet, 100 feet tall. It's massive. So, like, I'm contributing to the deforestation of Panama, and I'm <laughs> proud of that. <laughs> so he chops, like, the bark like off one side. Like a good American. Yeah. Came, saw, left it a little worse. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So he just chops the sides off, chops the tops off, and then he chops the, the tree into, like, six-inch by eight-inch by ten-foot-long logs. With the chainsaw? Yeah, just all the chainsaw. And then he takes that, like, later when we get the, the logs back to his house, he chops them into boards. With the chainsaw? Yeah, by eye. No no, no measuring. No fucking way. Yeah. Papito they, is the chainsaw man. He is, <laughs> for sure. 
So me and this Papito doesn't do any of this. Papito just does the chopping and, uh, and supervision. But me and this little, <laughs> like, 17-year-old kid named Andres, who is probably 110 pounds soaking wet, we haul these, like, 150-pound, tr- like, trees out of, the, out of the jungle. So eight hours, dude, eight hours of work, I got four of these motherfuckers out. <laughs> just, Holy cow. Just straight suffering. It was the hardest physical th- work I've ever done in my entire life. And I like suffering a little bit. You know, I think that's, there's a... There's a purity in doing something really, really hard and feeling really good about it. But at oh. the end of the day, when I got home and she was like, here's your boiled squash, I was like, fuck you guys. I just stole one of Papito's chickens and just like, yeah. oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I did that. He's like, you ever killed a chicken before? I was like, sure I have. Hadn't. <laughs> Snapped the neck, chopped the, chopped the head off. Took me three or four tries. I got it, though. Oh, man. How did no you feel about that? I feel hungry. like every kid in school should have to do that if they're going to eat meat. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. I felt great about it, though. Well, the chicken was pissing me off, though. It took me like five minutes to catch it. Well, were, everyone was laughing at me. <clears throat> Stupid Gotta go. be grease lightning rock. <laughs> <laughs> I, just put, I just put some food in my hand, and they came up to me, and oh, it was much better. Is uh, Pepito's uh, workout plan outlined in the book? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's Along called, with his diet? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, not highly recommended, but it, but it is effective. <laughs> So were the dreads just for show, or was Papito smoking Moto the whole time too? No, he was. Yeah, he was blazing them up. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. With a name like Papito, you, you kind of got to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would think so. Oh I'm just getting the imagery of him chasing a, a chicken, Papito with his chainsaw, like just you know revving it up ever so often, sanding the floor. Yeah, and I have videos of everything I'm telling you about too, like of him doing the walls in the house and stuff. Wow. Yeah, so I can show you those later. So could you find us, Papito? Because we would like to do a podcast with Papito maybe next week. I don't, I don't think so. He might try to fight you. <laughs> well, I might try to turn him gay. He sounds like a really handsome man. Yeah, he <laughs> might chop your wood door down. <laughs> Take that back home with him. I, I like the color. <laughs> <laughs> he, did, he also had built two houses with the wood he had chopped down. from. So he was, he was a substantial, like, like he was a, th- he was a threat for sure. <laughs> I am not scared of Papito, man. <laughs> I no. assure you, man. Um, I don't think he has any like devices to, to be contacted with, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Could you get me there, though? That's uh, awesome. Probably, yeah. I'd be like, you you own fucking Nate like at least six or seven meals. <laughs> All right? We came to collect, son. <laughs> Funny you should mention that. I'm actually going back to Panama in August of this year. So By yourself or with... I'm bringing some, I'm bringing some people with me. So I did a... I did a I took so what I didn't tell you is once once everything started being really good, we were living in this place called Jungle Land Panama. It's like like a a giant boat moored in place and the Panama Canal right off of like you know, like fifteen minutes from the from the Panama Canal in Lake Gatun. Hmm. Um, funny story about Lake Gatun, it's a man made lake where they like chopped all the chopped the trees down and drained this big river into this valley to have more like room for the for the Panama Canal. But one Air Force colonel was like, you know what I like is fishing for um, Fishing for peacock bass. He's like, I'm just going to release a couple in here. Guess what's the only thing you can catch in Lake Gatun right now? <laughs> peacock bass. They ate everything else. Yeah, nothing else exists. Are they so, tasty, though? Wow. They're fine. Yeah. Like regular bass. Yeah, it's like, eh. That's, that's another America story for you. <laughs> Came, saw, <laughs> killed all your wild. Yeah. <laughs> so we were, we were tour guides on this on this jungle boat so I would give people a tour of the Panama Canal we would go and do like we'd feed feed monkeys bananas and then if people stayed overnight and I got drunk enough I'd jump off the boat and try to catch a crocodile for them oh my god turn to the last page in the book 
Crocodiles, huh? Crocodiles and caimans. caimans. Yeah. What's the difference? Caimans are shorter. They can grow up to be like. <laughs> Dude, your face is priceless in the. Yeah, I've, I've been oh drinking. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you you wrangled that by hand? Yeah, I, I had to jump out the boat oh, and catch you it. Ha- you have to buy this book just to see this. Absolutely. <laughs> You're on yourself. That's hardcore. <laughs> Oh my goodness! But this place was amazing. So I'm taking. So I took people back there last year, and then I'm uh, kind of as a dry run to see if I could do like start doing some like fitness adventure trips. So the goal of like, yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're gonna have some rum, of course. But like, we're gonna wake up in the morning. We did like paddle boarding. Did ran some bod in a box workouts. And then I like the the owner, Captain Carl. He was able to put together some like custom trips for me. So we like biked out to this old fort where Captain Morgan like used to own. Captain Morgan was a straight savage. He like rolled up to Panama City, took over their fort. He like came in like he came in this one river with his boats, while the other like com- Captain Morgan commandos snuck in back door, took over the fort, and then he pillaged and like rampaged through Panama City so hard they had to burn it down and start again. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I might so, start drinking that shit again then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think that will I will assume some of his powers if I start drinking his? I product? don't see how you could. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what year was that? That was like 18-something, 1870, 1850. I don't remember. I don't know, bro. I haven't given this tour in a while. (laughs) Shit, dude. If you're trying to get hired back, you are failing. (laughs) I didn't know Captain Morgan was a real guy. So you're going to go back and do... do, uh, Yeah, do like a six-day, five-night stay. So we'll do like a night in Panama City, go explore the fish market and everything, and then a couple nights in jungle land. Just go out. Like It was just, just unreal to be out in the jungle, nothing else around. The stars are amazing. And then, like, I'm not going to say there's free reign, but there's free reign. And you just kind of, there's, like, kayaks and paddle boards, and we can just do whatever we want to do, and it's just so fun, dude. This place is, to- like, basically undescribable. So that's why I keep trying to be like, you got to come with me, go back there, because I literally can't tell you how radical it is. <laughs> so going to do that, and then we'll end the trip with something we didn't do last time, which is, like, posting up on a beach on another little cool island. So, so I'm going to do that in Aug- the end of August. So you want to come, you'll be my guest. I do. I got three spots left. So when you say you were exploring the fish market, was that a euphemism or? Um, no, but it could be. <laughs> <laughs> three spots left. I mean, what it was, I'm signing up right now. There's three guys here. Let's freaking do this. What a coincidence. I'll do this first and ask my wife later. That's, uh, that's yep, perfect. <laughs> it's actually in the bylaws. <laughs> you heard it. I'm going. There's not three spots left anymore. Yep, sorry. All gone. Waitlist. We're accepting waitlist applications now. And then we could get some stem cells while we're down there. Some mazinkamol or mycosamol. Oh, is that where it was? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, someone right. else was just telling me about that today too. Uh, but let's yeah, let's do that for sure. I know that's like the elixir of life. I'm I'm not there so. yet, but give me about ten fifteen. I'm gonna scope the place out. Probably go pillage a little bit like Captain Morgan. <laughs> yeah, first, you and are, then, and then come back. Ah, well, it's good enough for Mel Gibson, right? Is that is that the one you're talking about? Apparently, oh, well, that's yeah, right. right? That was on the Joe Rogan podcast, the oh, Joe, that's right. JRE, right? Wait, who? That's right. The Schaefer House oh, experience. Okay. <laughs> okay. I never heard the of them. SHP? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean, to, I didn't mean to, to say. Are you kidding me? All we do is shout out that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's basically the it's Holy Grail. Yeah. He's I'm okay. pretty sure I could take his ass up. Yeah, he's, you he's, heard it right here, Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> he's barely in shape, and he probably doesn't know any, like, martial arts it's no, not his he's thing he's still getting all these stem cell injections and shit you know I had one knee surgery that's it I'm, I'm ready to go yeah 
You're good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Plus, I got my bot in a box, which was the greatest purchase I ever fucking had in my whole life. And I can't say my greatest purchase, although by proxy, I think I purchased it through my wife. Mm. It's a whole nother story, Nano. Want to get into it? How right do you now? how do you how do you like it? How you been enjoying it? I've been enjoying just the, but no, they're not TRX bands because I know you can. You, you, the, that's the, their that's their own thing. But you, you know that style of uh, suspension trainer. Suspension suspension trainer. All right, that is the proper jargon. Like a rubber band, basically. No, there's that in there too, though. There are the rubber okay. bands, which is nice because it gives you this nice piston row if you do subscribe to Bot in the Box, which is tits and worth it, I think. Okay, but uh, the suspension trainer, you would. You could do it from your door frame. You mm-hmm. could do it from a tree. They're, oh, they're okay. basically glorified towing straps. They're just nylon Got with it. handles, Got adjustable it. nylon handles. But if you if you really think about it for a while, you can come up with some of the most amazing exercises ever. So I'm doing right now, like I'm going back and redoing all my programming that I that I wrote out when I was super geeked out on like high caffeine diet and. Um, <laughs> And and just doing the suspension training for like a year in, in the jungle. So I'm going You're back. You're a hero, bro. I went back and I'm redoing it. I'm like, oh, this is this is pretty intense, but I'm loving it. I'm like falling in love with it all over again because I just feel like when I do it, it's because it's mostly bodyweight exercises. It's all 30 minutes, and the premise is doing your doing workouts like every single day for 30 minutes rather than going to the gym three times a week for an hour for a couple of reasons. Cause bodyweight exercises are the elixir of life. They're going to keep you healthy. They're going to keep, they're going to build more muscle and burn more fat than a lot of just dumbbell exercises for re- because they're called closed chain. So closed chain is anytime you're doing movement with your body through space. So you can still do like a barbell back squat. That's a closed chain exercise. A pull up is a closed chain exercise, you know, but a dumbbell curl where you're moving something around a leg press, that's an open chain exercise doesn't matter what it's called, but anytime you have to actually force your body to move in a certain direction, you build more like mental, like you, you get smarter basically from a kinesthetic perspective. And then you also force your body to burn more fat and build more muscle. And the reason for that is evolutionarily, like let's say Kyle, you and I are out, we're harvesting berries. It's, it's like, you know, BC or whatever. And you know, all of a sudden, boom, like a saber tooth tiger jumps out and snatches up Zach. We're Ah. like, Oh shit. And so now we're running, right? We're trying to get away from the saber tooth tigers. So we're hot on our heels, and then we're like, I'm "Like in the tree, we like climb the tree, and like you're up there, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get there, and I can't quite pull myself up, and the saber tooth tiger eats me. That's not healthy." <laughs> Whoa! So, so like the person with the <laughs> so the person who's got the more more of the functional tissue, more muscle mass, and less non-functional tissue, fat fat cells is going to be able to get in that tree faster, right? So when you do a bodyweight exercise, your body doesn't know stre- like it doesn't know weight or sets or reps. All it knows is stress and tension, right? So you could be pulling yourself up to get away from a saber-toothed tiger. You could be pulling yourself up to get through four sets of eight. doesn't matter. Your body's going to kind of react in the same way by helping you get rid of stuff that's not helping you in that stressful situation and adding more ability, more, like, more functional muscle tissue. So that and that, you don't even have to like lift a ton of weights so you're you're not gonna be like beating up your shoulder joints, your low back. A lot of like, especially tall guys have back issues. You know, plus every exercise is a core exercise. It's just fantastic. If you haven't tried it out, I think bodyweight exercises is, is for women and preteens. I highly <laughs> encourage you to to give it a shot. So what uh, a suspension trainer, <clears throat> I guess, techniques would you use to elicit that response? Pretty much any any type of one. So like today, I today I I put my foot in the suspension trainer and my other foot on the ground, and I was doing like split squat jumps. So I did both both sides, and then I would turn right around and, and was holding on to the suspension trainer, sitting like sitting down on one leg with my other leg extended, and doing like a single leg squat. 
And anything like any type of exercise like that, because those are both body weight, like you're moving your body weight through space. Okay, how about for us fat kids? I mean, those are like, that's good. But like, <laughs> what's nice about that is that you can start with like, you can do a row with a really, really high body angle and then start walking your feet closer and closer to the door the, or the anchor point of the suspension trainer to make it harder, which is also nice that you don't have to like stop what you're doing, put your weights back, go grab new lighter weights. You can adjust mid set to accommodate like, like as fatigue sets in or wherever you're at. I can train my 94 year old grandpa on suspension trainer as well as training like professional fighters. Same, same system, just different exercises, different body positions. And it's an insane workout for both people. And it meets them right where they're at. Wow. I do like those rows. And, and rows are my favorite exercise because I, don't, I think as a society, we sit way too far forward. We're always oh, texting on the God, computer, right? So we have that bad worst. computer posture. So I love throwing in rows almost every workout, even if it's a leg workout, getting a little bit of upper back work because your upper back can handle a tremendous amount of volume. It doesn't really get sore or fatigued. Plus, just pulling those shoulder blades back keeps your shoulders healthy, your neck healthy, oh. and makes you look taller and more handsome. So. Oh, my gosh. I feel <laughs> it right now. Yeah, you, I, you actually went from like an 8 to an 8.7. Wow. <laughs> just like that. But I got to start working out. Otherwise, saber-toothed tigers are going to come get my ass. I got some bands right in the... Uh, Okay. In the entryway, if you want to get going, okay. I mean, they're not, you know, body in the box quality, sure. but if it, you wanted to get busy right now, we could. I mean, I got some in the trunk right now too, you know. Oh, that's Ugh. right. It goes everywhere. I'm your, I'm your pusher, bro. Does that mean you roll strap? <laughs> I'm, I'm always, I always keep that thing on me. <laughs> He's like Curtis Mayfield. <laughs> I'm going to push you. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh. Well, I, so I've always had an issue, like, I guess push-ups are the greatest chest exercise, and for a guy who really doesn't want to be fit, I just want to look fit. Mm-hmm. I've been looking for that exercise with the bottom of the box. Oh, where wait, stop right there. Yeah. Look fit. I, I, how do you? I've given up on actually being you, fit. No, I'm serious. How do you that, look fit without being fit? That's box. what my question is, Nate. <laughs> that's a million dollar question. I got you ready. I got you ready for this. Right. The secret to, to being to looking fit without being fit is just get like so doing some stuff to get the upper abs just at least the line across the upper abs so mm. you got to like you can still have that little bit of the spare tire but yes. if you have the little bit of the upper abs you're good and the way you build those is by doing like heavier ab exercises so things that are harder than just doing 50 crunches anything you can do in like the 8 to 12 rep range that's going to build like thicken up the ab tissue which is the same as other muscle tissue i don't want everyone trains them for like a million reps doing like 8 to 12 reps is going to build that build the muscle and make it like thicker and denser that's important. Number two, widening out the lats, pull-ups and pull-downs. So even with the, so doing with the straps, pulling down, or just getting on the suspension trainer and pulling yourself up, awesome. Like and from then, a lower, like uh, from more of a. Yeah, you'd have to have it like hanging, but then you kind of sit underneath it. Use you okay. use a little leg too. Okay, I see what you're saying. But you're just really trying to pull. So like a lat pull-down, but with bent legs. Yeah, lat pull-down where you're pulling your body up, so making it more effective than the lat pull-down. Okay. And then the third thing is side side raises, so either with a band or with dumbbells. For delts? Like for the side delts, yeah. Okay. So the goal, build the build the lats out a little bit, build the side delts a little bit, and then reduce the like the waist a tiny bit. You have, that, you have that a little bit more of that V-shape, and if you add just even a half inch on your shoulders, it looks like you're a full inch skinnier in your waist. So... Dude, That's no. the trick. I'm ready to go right Dang. now. Dang. Yeah. Watch out, Dr. Oz. I'm <laughs> drinking coffee at night. Let's go work out, bud. <laughs> You're drinking coffee at night? That's that's animalistic. I can't believe that. I know. Well, I had to be on my game for you, bud. I stop it. I can't I can't drink coffee past eleven PM. I had it like I had my last sip of coffee at like ten twenty and I'm still like wired. Yeah. I've also been like screaming at people all day, so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What's that like? It's, it's amazing. <laughs> 
You, so that's what you recommend that, like, afternoon, no more coffee. I mean, yeah, cer- certain people can get away with it. I guess you guys are, I don't know. Fiends. Is they're the word they're you're not human. Fiends. Yeah. I think they're reptilians. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are they part of the lizard elite? <laughs> it's true. That's, that's why they have you meet down in this lizard elite. little salt chamber. Yeah, we're going to uh, eat you after we, you know. I was expecting something bad, so <laughs> I wasn't sure what it was going to be yet, but I'm ready for it. <laughs> but I think that, um, yeah, cutting back, cutting out coffee, you know, some people say by 2 p.m. I say by 11 a.m., but... Like as you get older, like your your caffeine metabolism slows down. So like, if you were 20 and you're drinking a cup of coffee, it takes let's say 18 hours to get out of your system completely. But now you're 40 and you're drinking the same cup of coffee, it takes now 26 hours to get out of your system. Oh wow! So that's so like you have it, and then you have another cup of coffee the next day. You have that two hour backlog, and then you kind of just keep stacking on top of that. And what what coffee does is it it fits inside where your adenosine receptors are, like which is adenosine is the thing that makes you tired. So if adenosine hits this receptor, it's like it tells your body we're gonna have a nap now. But caffeine is like the the brick under the brake pedal. <laughs> so like adenosine's like going along, caffeine's like got it, <laughs> and then adenosine's trying to get in, and caffeine's like fuck you, and you're and you're like you just can't stop. So you it's hard to get like a full night's sleep or hit in that, uh. that that deep REM sleep if you have caffeine just lurking around in your system. So, but do you? But do you? <laughs> we combine that with the blue, the blue light from the screens. Yeah. I mean, no wonder we're all messed up. Yeah, strung out on caffeine and blue lights. You know. <laughs> but on you know yeah. on the other on the other hand, you got to live your life somehow, right? That's it. You know, that's it. If you if you just adhere to this puritanical fitness, like everything is is non GMO, grass fed, we're in bed by eight o'clock. Sounds boring as hell. <laughs> if there's a world, if, if, if I have to be in a world without chicken wings and, and drinking heavily, then I don't want any part of your fitness. <laughs> That's no heaven for me. God. It's refreshing. It's not often you hear that from a fitness standpoint. And for those that can't see, he's definitely a fitness guy. You, you know, So what he's saying is, it's not like those people are trying, you know, like a trainer is trying to tell you to get in shape. It's like, dude, you're, you're, you look like me. You're like the L.A. fitness guy. That is, you're like, you just had chicken wings and zips for, for lunch over there. Yeah. I watched you. Come over here. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. You're not inspiring me. Yeah. Oh, man, that's funny. So where are you on sleep? Are you like a sleep cycle guy or you think like certain amount of hours is what you should be doing? Or is there any rhyme or reason to the way you try to sleep? Um, I, I do best with like my personally, like kind of going back to figuring out what works for you. I do best with nine hours of sleep a night. That's not always reasonable, but if I can't get nine hours, I'll try to get seven and a half. That mm-hmm. way I, cause it's all, it's all in 90 minute increments, basically. Sleep cycles. Great. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I feel like, I feel basically as good at seven and a half as I do at nine, maybe a little better at nine. So I always try to like go to bed by basically the same time. I have a, I have like a sleep ritual that I do. So Every day I like like I'll brush my teeth and then I'll get into bed and since I'm kind of just a just a dumb person in general I'll put a sleep mask on, <laughs> you know it's nerdy but I love it because it, it like not only is it great for like blocking out light which I which I like but it's also kind of a cue for me so like every night I go put my sleep mask on and then I sit back with a book and I try to read something that's not like super exciting, you know nothing like like no, no Harry Potter where I don't want to put it down <laughs> but like. And then after a while, I get like drowsy and, and put the sleep mask down, go to bed, and try to wake up by like 7, 7.30 every day. So um, so what's that time you're trying to hit? Usually like 11-ish? Yeah. Trying, oh. to be, trying to be in like asleep by like 11, 11.30. Oh. Yeah. But I try to, uh, try to limit screen time 30 minutes before bed. 30? All mm-hmm. right. 
And then I, then I use a sleep spray that I, that I really like from Isogenics called the Sleep Support and Renewal. It's got like tart cherry juice, magnesium, zinc, and some other stuff that, that helps you fall asleep faster and um, sleep deeper. So I like that. Hmm. But I'm a big believer in like not just like, like not just like the rituals, but I think the placebo effect's super powerful. So if I find something that I feel like works, I'm just I just stay with it regardless of right, you know, right. If it works for you, yeah. Right? yeah. And I don't need I don't need it to be backed up by science if I feel like it's working. Yeah, I downloaded this like chakra CD on iTunes. That's like all these hertz, you know, and it's the same thing. For some reason, now it's the cue. So as soon as I hear these tones, I'm like, oh, my brain's like, oh, it's time to go to sleep. So, so you, so you think it worked? Like, I don't know if the tone coming through my iPhone actually trans, <laughs> you know, translates to the pure, you know, purity. But for whatever it is, it's a cue, you know. Um, so it's kind of like masturbation for me. <laughs> Just one time. <laughs> well, that's, that's, no, that's melatonin, right? I mean, we all know that. Uh, it's Oxy- oxytocin. Uh, yeah, probably. Oxytocin. I thought that was the love drug. I'm not trying to love. I'm trying <laughs> get to get off. one out, bud. <laughs> <laughs> the lust Strictly carnal. <laughs> Strictly carnal. This is it. <laughs> so it's like a pure tone, and then they put a little ocean on it. Mm. And then they go through it, you know, in like the lovely. fifth chakra, sixth chakra, etc. I don't know if it necessarily that. is like... Oh, I want to try that. It's nice. Because then you fall asleep to it, and it goes through this tone cycle, you know? So it's kind of interesting. My wife used to listen to these uh, sleep. It was called uh, what was it called? Nice guys or something on YouTube, and it was a okay. sleep meditation. It would work, but they were doing this thing where like, and now you're in a field with hobbits in Mordor, and I'm like, <laughs> how could you sleep to this? And then sure enough, it worked for me. But I'm just not into listening to anything. <laughs> yeah. Especially not about hobbits. No. Yeah, not before bed. I've done that too. Like I'd pull up before I bought a CD. I I pull it up on YouTube, right? And you'd fall asleep, and the YouTube would keep going, and you'd wake up, and it'd be some guy like, you know, <laughs> you are a money magnet. <laughs> <laughs> you are a money. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, yes, I am. <laughs> Make money, money, make money, yeah. money. Because, yeah. you know, it would go through, like, the meditation site. You know, it would be, like, some related video. It would pull up, and it would be, like you were saying, some guy, now just relax. Like, you what was, the, who you, the fuck is that? You always wonder what the algorithms are, because you, you did not wake up to what you started with. There. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it just keeps going. Pretty soon you were listening to Bieber, how he got discovered by right. freaking Usher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I said Usher. Yeah. I think that's how you say it. I in think that's how Canada. you say it. Canada. <laughs> hey. Oh, man. Hey. So, St. Pierre fan, we just had him on the podcast. Yeah. Close sick. Close no sick. cure. Steve <laughs> Kerr with the shot, don't miss. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That, guy, that song, though, the uh, Flow Sorcery, oh, that, that gets me hard. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear it. He's good peeps, man. We, we ought to have a podcast with the two of you. Oh man! If it, we can just if we can just uh, listen to him like rap the entire time, that'd be perfect for me. Uh, that's cool. Maybe not the entire time. All right, well, because he'll be smoking weed half of that time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll rap. I'll rap the other half. Then. All right. There you go. Oh, really you got bars, Star? Oh, you got bars? We got a new rap group right now. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, well, we call it the Trace because we're all gonna put threes after our name now, oh. inspired by you. Cool. I'm in. 
the father. I can back that up. Or we'll just be the father, the son, and the Holy Ghost. In fuck the Catholic Church, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a niche market. <laughs> the Father, the Son, and the Holy Diet. Oh, oh. man, selling books! Wow, <laughs> uh, I got too many good ideas now. <laughs> oh man! Oh, so, but you, you were saying about the ketogenic diet, though. I don't know if we were rolling when you were. Uh, Ranting on that. You can tell us your, your feelings on that, because I know that's still all the rage, and I've experimented with it, and I like it, but I hear what you're saying. You know, it definitely, I, I just couldn't see it as a sustainable uh, way of eating. Yeah. You know? So, I, first of all, I don't, have anything, I don't have anything really negative about the keto diet. I, I think it's a fine way to, like, especially lose some weight real quick. You know, to kick off a, like a, a kind of a longer fat loss phase, or like you know, if you just really wanted to slim down for the beach or whatever else, that's fine. It doesn't matter, you know. But the problem I have is that when people start being thinking that the keto diet, that CrossFit, that a certain set of supplements is the end all, be all, and therefore they need to run their fucking mouths about it all the time. <laughs> you, we all know those people. They're like, they're, you're like, hey, how you doing? They're like, I do CrossFit. And you're like. <laughs> I didn't ask you that. Like, I don't care. You know? And so, like, I just... I just... I just, um, like... I just get bored with, like, the dogma in fitness. You know? I mean, there's dogma everywhere, but, like, fitness seems to just attract it because it's such a highly charged subject. And so, my whole goal is to make things, like, super, super easy and, like, and easy to get into, easy to understand, and, like fit your lifestyle but the way you sell books and magazines and and workouts and things like that is by being like no this is the only way you can get fat all the other ways don't work because you're too stupid (laughs) and so these and so magazines everything prey on people and i just hate that shit because fitness is fun moving is fun ask anyone who's fucking injured if they if they wish they could go do some push-ups and they're gonna be like hell yeah you're yeah. like well I'm just too tired they're like you're a piece of shit <laughs> so I want people to come enjoy fitness and not like be so hung up on this like oh I have to do keto or I have to do paleo and have you heard of the new thing it's where it's deer antler spray you spray it in your testicles three times <laughs> shut the fuck up it just makes me mad I'm fine I'm fine though oh god <laughs> okay. damn okay. Just a couple of microaggressions. <laughs> Let's keep stoking that fire right here. Yeah, like I like that. That. What I like about it, though, is that you have an ebb and flow to it. Like, there's almost a little forgiveness to it, like you're talking about. Like, you're going to have a brownie, have a fucking brownie. Like, it, there's, it, there's like a guilt-driven thing with a lot of these fitness diet mm-hmm. things, too, where, you know, there's no forgiveness for you being a human, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know, like, wh- they whip your ass when you're in there. Like, Orange Theory. My wife loves Orange Theory, you know? And I think she's addicted to it now. But uh, it was a lot of that. You know? But didn't she hurt herself badly doing it? Oh, yeah. She tore her glute and a couple other things. What? Yeah. Horrible. Hmm. I don't know if it was from the workout. She might be screwing the trainer. I'm not <laughs> sure. Wow. Yeah, I went there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, that's something refreshing when I hear you talk about it. Is like Because it, it removes that kind of scary thing from most people's brains. Like, oh, I got to like shape up and do the, like i gotta instantly like change all these things in my lifestyle and from mm-hmm. what it sounds like you're saying it's like you know ebb and flow it out try this for mm-hmm. 30 days once you get that down because you do have to break the habits initially yeah. get that 30 days down and then start you know doing a little bit of experimentation and see what works for you because everybody's a little different and that's 100 that's something you don't hear a lot of you know like 
figure out kind of what works for you versus like this one thing, you know? And I kind of so. think people forget that they're going to have the same body in a year. People are so like right here, like I, I need to be shredded by June 1st. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, bro, like, like, like a year is going to pass. And it's like, if you, if you can accept the fact that you're going to have your same body a year from now, 30 years from now, and you're going to like, you're going to, you you'd be experiencing the same emotions that you, so you basically, you need to exercise. Everyone knows you need to exercise, but you, but legit, you need to exercise. If you want to live the best life, even like you want to be a musician, you need to exercise. You know, if you want to be an accountant, you need to exercise. You want to be any sort of like, like a happy person, you need to fucking exercise. You need to figure that out. Right. So I want to help people get like that long-term approach to fitness where they're actually becoming successful over the long period because the national, like the national average for regression is 95%. 95% of people who lose weight gain it all back, mostly, most of the time plus a little extra for good measure because people don't have a long-term mentality with their fitness. They treat it like some Tinder date, you know? <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to show up to their best self, smash, and then you know, like go home and, and... Eat a pizza. And, yeah, have a pizza, right? Yeah. No, this is a marriage, you know? Yeah. We're trying to bond. This is your body. You, get, you only get one, one chance with it, you know? Yeah. So, like, take it slow. Don't need to change everything all at once, like you said. You're human. Have a brownie. Don't have ten. Yeah. And then don't feel guilty about it either. There's too much like exercise and food-based guilt. And we all, we're all stressed out. We all have too much guilt in our lives anyways. Don't need fitness to add to that. Mm. Fitness should be benefiting your life. An outlet, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and that's probably why a lot of these people, you know, 95% bounce back is because they go into this extreme like cutting everything out. And it's so hard to do that because you're a human, you know. So if you have a little bit of what he's talking about, it seems like it'll stick a little bit, you know, like easier than mm -hmm. just changing everything right away yeah, so, so three tips right away for the layman yeah just what would you say would be the, your first starting point drink water when you wake up drink 24 ounces of water when you wake right up. right when you wake Boom. up nothing yep. else because all night long you're breathing out war like warm moist air which is dehydrating you slowly by the way that's how you lose fat is through your breath at night so like if you burn all your fat like you burn like you burn out your calories in the workout you didn't burn any fat during that time period it's all later in the day when that actually metabolizes mm. and, and is expended so drink water in the morning. It's going to help you stay energized and metabolize more fat, which is good for you. Um, I would say start some sort of, I'm going to, I'm going to use this trendy ass term, have a movement practice. So whatever that looks like for you. Like a bowel movement practice? <laughs> whatever that looks like for oh, you. Right. But like, so figure out something that you like to do. Whether you like to play racquetball, you like to play basketball, you like to jog, you like to do bod in a box. Great. All those are great options. Figure out something that you like that's, that's, that's fun and not like a total stressor. So, because you, you gotta have something like that, and then um, eat pro eat protein source at every meal. Harder for our vegetarian friends, but I don't have any vegetarian friends <laughs> because when I find out someone's vegetarian, I unfriend them. <laughs> but so if you if you just prioritize protein every meal, it's the most satiating macronutrient. So it's, it's gonna keep you the most full, most satisfied. Plus, it takes thirty three percent of the like if you have a chicken breast that's a hundred calories, let's say, and you're like your body's like I'm full of food, I need to turn that into fat. Then you can only turn seventy seven grams of the or seventy seven calories into fat because it's so costly for your body to turn protein to fat carbs is about three percent and fat or carbs is about seven percent fat is about three percent of the total calories to turn into body fat so a lot easier with that so by prioritizing a protein element with every meal you can pretty much assure yourself that you're going to be maintaining your muscle mass staying full and then not filling up on it's a lot harder to have like fake protein sources than it is to have fake carb sources right so water movement 
protein. Now, no oh. sort of ratio from protein to fat to carbs or just we, just protein with every meal. That that's simple as that. Simple as that. I mean, if you want to get if you want to get super weird, um, the ideal amount of protein is 0.88 grams per pound of body weight. Let's just round that up to the nearest cool number of one. one. Yeah. So just that's have, a lot of protein, though. Yeah, bud. dude. But get after it. I swear to God, if you if you just prioritize, if you have 200 grams of protein in the next like you know 10 days, 14 days, every every single day, your body will change and you will feel great. Wow. I did it once before and I definitely noticed that. Yeah, and you stack on muscle pretty fast. I do. So you would, yeah. I do. I mean, I don't know if you can harness, tell, but harness that uh, <laughs> that Greek god mentality. <sighs> then I gotta stop drinking all that Greek wine. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Or maybe I don't. Maybe I just need to preface it with a good hearty meal. Wine is wine's got some calories in it though, unfortunately. Uh, wine and beer. Sorry, they all do. All all the good things do. Mm. Yeah, I mean, but you got to choose your choose your pick your battles. Then I won't eat that sourdough toast like I did tonight. There you go. Choose what hill you die on. <laughs> I'm I'm dying on the alcohol hill. <laughs> <laughs> alcohol hill. Oh, man, did you drop this on Pepito? Did he know about the protein ratios? Is that one egg? No, he was too busy know. telling me how he's going to fight some guy. <laughs> well, Pepito sounds like the original manorexic, by the way. If he's going to eat the leg and one the squat. <laughs> you have one egg, you have one homosexual encounter, and you are good for the day, man. He jumped out of this tree. So he won't fight two. He won't fight maybe three. Possibly. I don't know. Someone was trying to fuck my protein source. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing how many people trying to fuck animals in his in his father's farm. <laughs> Never heard of that before, but also there's no one else there. Pepito, <laughs> <laughs> we are the only workers here. Yeah. Kind of like that guy on night at the Roxbury. You scrub my ass, you know. Yeah. No, Pepito, that was not me. So uh, next book, Pepito, the legendary chainsaw man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a pop up. <laughs> The chainsaw diet. I'll buy that one too. Because <laughs> even though I got a free copy, you better believe I'm still buying one. Because, quite frankly, I don't know many friends that have written a book. So that's pretty awesome, man. Thanks, man. A, a best selling book. Best seller. Sorry, I had a toot though. You, you toot that, huh? Got a toot. Thank you. Yeah. I'll put that on the next cover. <laughs> so I really enjoy the size font in here for my, my eyes. Oh, as yeah. It's, well. a, it's an easy read. Well, that's what I like. I'm 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 a, if I'm if I'm gonna distill my fitness down to two things I'm gonna say easy and efficient I think those are the two things that Bod in a Box definitely adheres to and that's what I want to do in my book and everything else. It's I feel like hard. I feel like my mom could read this you know because it's got a little bit of adventure a little storytelling in it she can get lost kind of in the talk about giant dongs quite a few times <laughs> yeah she, you know what I mean? maybe she fantasizes about it and then also incorporates it maybe if not just. Reads it as a fantasy novel. I, she could definitely yeah. rub one out to <laughs> Nate's abs on the cover of this thing. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> there we go. There guy might. Excellent. How about intermittent fasting? How do you feel about that? I hear about I hear about that a lot nowadays. I love it. I think there's two forms that work. I'd say intermittent fasting works better for males than it does for females. For about a year, I did the uh, lean gains approach popularized by a guy named Martin Burkhan, which is the 16-hour fast with an 8-hour feeding period. Um, so I really liked that. It was just easy with my schedule. You know, I would wake up, I would have black black coffee, anything that's not going to stimulate an insulin response with, like, blood sugar. And then I would have my, I would do my workout. I always felt good during my workout at, like, 11 or 12, and then I would eat right after that, and I would eat until, like, 8 p.m., and then do it all again. So it's nice because it limits the amount of calories you can take in because you're cutting out a whole 16-hour period of the day. 
but it's also it didn't feel like I wasn't I didn't get to one o'clock being like I'm starving, gotta have Taco Bell, which a lot of people do. So kind of if that's your if if you get like starving, then it might not be the best approach. Another great approach is is the one popularized by a guy named Brad Pylon called Eat Stop Eat, which is just like the biblical way of like not eating for a day. The way to do that is like eat a late dinner, so like eat or eat like an early dinner one like on Tuesday, set like and be done by like eight p.m. and then uh, don't eat until Wednesday night and eat a, eat like a later dinner. And that's those are great. I like those. I like that because that one because it helps you kind of familiarize yourself with what is your relationship with food and how often do you think about it and stuff like that. So. If you have never done a full day fast, I'd encourage you to try it because it's just really interesting to like another way, just like understanding how your body works and what you think about and like what are those like those processes going on without you th- without you knowing. There's another one called the Warrior Diet by a guy named Ori Hoffmeckler, but I, that's 20 hours of fasting and four hours of feeding. He's just a crazy person, though. I, I, I just recently in- implemented that. In the 20 and four. The 20 and four for only a few days, but. I kind of liked it, but it's like that the same thing where you try anything new and you feel great because mm-hmm. it's new. But the other thing that I, I've been implementing earlier, or I should say recently, is a journal eating where just stopping after the sun goes down. And there's something to that, I think, where if, if you're eating after the sun is down, then you're probably doing it wrong. You're a wolf. Hmm. And Kyle's talking about 24. He eats 20 hours. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> so, it's been working great for him. Yeah, he looks like a Greek goddess. I mean, God. Greek goddess. Yeah, look at these tits, bro. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys nice. want to touch him? You can. Oh, <laughs> my big fat Greek goddess. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, good. Well, what else? I got a. I got this. That was I, good. I man. came in I here with the whole I'm like, out. <laughs> That was covered all the great points. I am going to fall asleep pretty soon. I bought his book. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. how do we find you on social media? Well, that's a great question. I'd love to answer it. So you can find me on the Instagrams. That's N number eight because it's kind of I'm a like clever person. Do you get it? Yeah. Like wait, 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 wait. Slow that down. Oh. And let me say it again. It's like N and then the number eight. It's the it's the one it's the one that's like two O's but stacked on top of each oh, other. Oh, the infinity sign. That's right. It's okay. N eight training on Instagram. N eight training on Twitter. N eight training systems on YouTube. N eight training systems on the Facebook. Uh, I respond to Carrier Pigeon, but only. <laughs> the third Wednesday of every month, and <laughs> I have a website called n8trainingsystems.com. And how do we get a bot in the box if we don't already have one? Well, you go to the n8trainingsystems.com website. It's on the store. You can get what it would that run us? So you can you can grab that actually at a substantial discount if you uh, sign up for the monthly workouts as well, which is actually comes with a new membership site. It's all built out. It's very fancy, um, and that's so you can get the bot in the box for. Only 150 bucks for the, the first month, and then 50 bucks a month after that. And uh, you know what? I'll even give you. I'll even give you a super, super sweet code you can use. Oh my God! You heard oh. it here. Give it to me. Give it to me now. If you go to that si- website right now, I'll, and I'll give you the link for it later. But if you type in the code Best Friends, you get a hundred dollars off. What? what? Oh, Nobody gives a hundred dollars off. You crazy guy? Listen to this. I'm going right now. Go. <laughs> Well, if you don't have the book, get it. Passport Fitness with Nate Palmer. Palmer. Pa- the Palmer. Palmer. Nate Palmer. Palmer Horse. Palmer. That's how I say Palmer. Is I get right? it. Okay. Yeah. Nate Palmer the third. Not really the third, though. Whoa. 
Don't well, take that away from me. All right, fair it's enough. The Holy I mean, if, you, if you say it is, I like that. So, the, for when you pull up his website, the first thing he's got one of his most recent posts is the drinking guide for busy people, <laughs> which I think is that very is very attention grabber right there, isn't it? And it yeah, says you know? alcohol and weight loss, the drinking guide for busy people. I mean, that's 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 a big topic right there. You are great information, snake oil, but you know? <laughs> well, that that one's got a little bit more of the science in there, and I think I also make some. Uh, talk about giant dogs in there too which is <laughs> seems to be a common thread for me but everything <laughs> comes back to Pepita's giant dog not Pepita I just assumed I didn't I didn't never asked well he was black with uh, dread so I mean he shot in the dog <laughs> he didn't wear anything so you know just well, a loincloth well dude thanks for doing this this was awesome yeah thanks for having me on this was really fun and by the way can I just say that the Schaefer House recording studio is luxurious uh, quite uh, elegant we, we aim to please now commence raping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Don't, don't do it. Don't Peace. Ah, <laughs> oh, thanks, guys. Yeah, that was awesome. Thanks. That was really fun. So I feel like you need just a regular podcast at the Shaker House right here. Yeah, that, you, can I keep you're on point. Yeah. Can I, can I sign it? Yeah. Uh, you know what I want. Are these the little things you put your feet on and slide, like do an arc? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. So I... And I just got new ones too, so I got like if you actually want one, I'll give you. No, I'm gonna buy one of these boxes. Hell yeah! Because I do. So I was doing. I got in a car accident. I was doing physical therapy for about a year, and they did implement some of this, but I didn't realize. Like I was doing some of it where they hang these on a door because I was trying to build my leg back up. Perfect. But I was always wondering where you could get them. Now I know. You get a box of them. No monches. Schaefer House. Kid tested, mother approved. Straight savage. It's a it's a niche market. It's a easy and efficient. I think together at last. <laughs> I don't know if that's backed by science, but I just I feel it in my heart. I this is this is the ideal solution. Bestseller. Cool, right? Dang! Watch out, Doctor Oz. You, you toot that, huh? Thank you. I honestly have too many good ideas now.